0: Hi, George. Hi, George. Happy, Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Welcome all to our podcast. I'm Jocelyn. I'm Caroline. And we are the, the Whining, whining Moms. Moms. Sometimes we're winning. Sometimes we're whining. Either way, we're all just swinging it. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, friend. Hi, friend. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. It's going to sound different. Because I'm drinking out of an insulated what, cup. Who are you? Not drinking out of a Whatever. glass Whatever, it says be happy. I need this in my life. There's a B there and it happy. Be happy. It is cute. I'm faking until I make it, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, you know. Hanging in. There. Also surviving on my second glass of wine. so. Do you hear that octave go up? Oh, you know. Like that's the telltale mom on. The end of the week. Listen, kind of. before we record this episode, you and I have been, like, hardcore venting about our lives for the last hour yeah. so that we can be present human beings for our wonderful listeners. So, yeah. it's been a week. I'm good now. I'm going to have my wine. I'm feeling happy. Are you winning or winning today? I am winning. Yay! Um, This win is actually, like, a win for my husband. Like, so I'm an active service person. Like, I receive love best if it's, like, an active service. And... We need to, like, dive into love languages, but yes. we were just talking about that, that that might be, like, a fun episode. But um, my ice machine has been broken in our rental house, and, like, we haven't cared enough to have, you know, the landlord come because COVID and pandemic, and Claire, my daughter, is high risk. So, you know, the less visitors, the better. All things, yeah. Um, but, like, I feel personally victimized when the ice machine doesn't work because I only drink iced coffee. Yeah. I hate regular coffee and you guys have been you've been personally victimized by like all ice, ice machines, machines in multiple homes that you've all been. ice machines it's like and I was so pumped when we moved to this house because I was like ice machine it works and then um, you try not to like anger it too when I'm over at your house you're like I think it's I think it's working yeah I was really optimistic don't talk I think it's trying to work right now and really I think yeah long story short I think there's just a piece of it that's frozen that we have to like empty the freezer do the whole thing awesome. and defrost it that being said The ice machine doesn't work, so I have to use a lot of um, ice cube trays. So we have two crappy ice cube trays and then two of, like, the giant, like, square cubes that, like, use supposed to be for, like, bourbon or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I use them for my iced coffee. I get so stabby when I have to, like, (laughs) take them out and put them in in my coffee. But I get more stabby when we run out of the ice in the ice cube trays because I only drink iced coffee. It's, like, my one... Yeah. joy in the morning. And you need, like, a lot of coffee and a lot of ice to make an iced coffee from, like, a hot brew. Yeah, because then, then otherwise you just get, like, lukewarm coffee, which is just, like, it's like, you might as well not even be drinking it. Yeah, it needs to be ice cold or, like, <sighs> yeah, you're burning the roof of your mouth hot. And, like, I've been putting up with it, like, I'm not, like, one to, like, go out and, like, go get my Starbucks in the morning or anything like that. Like, I make the coffee at home. I, you know, it's, my my one thing that makes me happy. And, I just had like hit this like stabby wall of just being so tired of the ice machine yeah. not working and I like really cold water and just whatever. So, my husband the other day, he's he goes to the chiropractor and I had just hit a wall and I I text him and I'm like, I'm not I I wouldn't be mad if you brought home a bag of ice. Like cuz now we're vaccinated, he can go through a drive-through at like McDonald's yeah. and get like the dollar bag of ice or whatever to put in the ice machine so that it works through the door. It's just not making ice, but the like the, the function works. Yeah. works. Um and he was like, oh, my gosh, I was funny you said that. I was going to surprise you. Aww. And he already, like, had it on his list. And I, like, believe Ryan. Like, he's the type that would, like, really means it, like, if he were to say that. And um, he brought home a bag of ice, and it was just such a little thing. But, like, my whole week was so much better because he had drinking ice coffee. Of you. You and really I didn't have to wrestle with the ice cubes. And then it would make you happy, and those are the nice things. And then tonight, job, he was, like, emptying one of the big ice cubes into his drink. And I was like, you know, you brought home ice. You can use the ice. He's like, I'm conserving that for you because... Oh. I know it makes me ice happy, <laughs> and I was like, "Doesn't it make you stabby to like have to pull out the big ice cube?" And he's like, "No." And I was like, oh, you're, "You're evolved. I married yeah, a good one." Ryan and also, stabby very easily. No, my husband's incredible. So, anyways, it was a huge win because I just felt very appreciated and like seen in my like one thing. I just want ice, For ice, yeah. just ice, like simple. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and and it made it such a huge difference. So that was my win. Yay! Good job, Brian. Yeah. Cheers to you. Yeah. Cheers. I love you. <laughs> After you called him out for his olives last episode. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry about your stinky olives in the sink. Please see last episode if you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, good thing we've had our wine. We're feeling less stabby about life. We're feeling appreciative of the things that are happening in our lives. I'm also winning today. Good. Yeah. So, it's been roughly 175 million degrees in Arizona. Right. And it's only May. So we've got a long road ahead of us. I know. And it's like, it's snowing back East. Like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Don't understand weather. Um, but it's been a million degrees. So I've mentioned before I have been, we've been doing stroller walks with my kids and my dog. Um, I'll take them in their double stroller and take my dog with us. And we usually do that. I make a point to do that three times a week. But it's been getting too hot. So we used to go at, like, 11. Mm-hmm. And then we had to move it to, like, 8. It's been too hot for that. Mm. <laughs> Even at 8 o'clock, it's already 85, 90 degrees. And right. Just... My kid is swimming in her kiddie pool at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's just too hot. Yeah. And you go, and it's just sunny and you're just crabby about it. And it's just, just too hot for the dog's paws. And so I was talking to my husband about it because he starts his meetings for work at 6 in the morning. And my mm-hmm. kids usually wake up around, like, 6. Anywhere between 6.30 and 7, they start waking up and needing to potty and eating things. everything. Um So I was like, well, if I go from 6 to 6.30, like, what if they wake up early? And he's like, my 6 o'clock meeting is just like, he's like, I can't, I'm sorry, like, I can't get them. So I was like, okay, I can either not take my walks and my poor dog won't get his walks, or I can get up at 5.30 and I can go for my 30-minute walk. Yeah. And just commit to doing it three times a week. And then the other days I'll do other exercises. So this week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I got up at five 30. Nice. I am dog. I got up at little, well, I got up like 15 minutes earlier than that to get dressed. We left the house at five 30. It's beautifully cool outside at five 30. Nice. And just me and him. So I didn't have to navigate a double stroller anywhere. But then when I get home, I get home by six. And then the first day I went, the kids didn't wake up till seven. So I had an hour. Just wow, like, that's magical. sit outside and read my magazine. I was like, what is happening in wow. life right now? And I was proud of myself. I think it's because of the exercise first, because you've talked to me about this before, that I yeah. should get up before my kids get up and have a cup of and coffee. And wait, pause. You, you shouldn't do anything. But right. But some people experience joy when they do it because yes. they start the day on their own terms. But do my problem is, is I don't know what time they're going to wake up. Yeah. So, um... If I get up just for that and then they, they, it would just make me crabby. But the fact that I actually get to leave my house for 30 minutes and go walk and
1: be free
0: and be outside and just be with my dog. Um, Even when I get home, I'm like, just like the act of exercising brings down anxiety. So Mm -hmm. I feel less stabby about the fact that like people end up needing me right away. But every day this week, it's been 30 minutes to an hour that... No one's needed me. So That's amazing. To, like, I'm coming back from, like, the exercise, feeling good about movement, and then getting to not have that, like, my, it makes, like, set, like 30 minutes or whatever after your exercise. You don't feel as anxious anyways. Yeah. You so get I get to actually flowing. enjoy my coffee and whatever. So it's been good. So I'm winning in that regard. We should do, like, one morning where we, like, go on and early walk together. That would be yeah. fun. But also, I totally get if you just want your time in the morning by yourself, too. No. Mm-hmm. only because... You know where to find me. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 5.30, with my dog. (laughs) I'm just waiting outside your house. Hey, hello, good morning. (laughs) Are we going? (laughs) Let's do this thing. Um, Yeah. So it's been good. And I still do my other exercise. So also, part of that win is that, like, for... It was last Memorial Day. So, we're coming from Memorial Day that I was like, pandemic is driving me crazy. I need to find something that helps with my anxiety mm-hmm. because I can't deal. And so, I started exercising for 30 minutes a day during the weekdays. And I have sustained that for a year. And that is not... I don't know who I am. That is a huge, huge win. I don't know who I am. That's a huge win. And what that speaks to is that you're prioritizing yourself. I think mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of women, like, that's the thing that falls off because... And not because they don't want to do it or because they're lazy or whatever. But it's like they're prioritizing somebody else's needs first. and. Yeah. Like, yes, of course your family is important, but, like, that has made such a big difference in you. It has. And it just recognizing and, like, being more connected to myself and realizing that the your anxiety response, there's things that I can do to help it. And this is something that helps it. But that's such a transformation for me because normally that's like, the very act of trying to have to exercise. Yeah. And then I'd be super diligent about, like, I have to shower after. And then I have to do the whole process of, like, and now yeah. I'm like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Yeah. And, like, Get it in when you can. I'm not that stinky. I get it done and I will shower a couple hours later if I have to. But at least I got it done. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, moms right. don't shower that often anyways. Done is better than perfect. It's, right. It's, like, something I'm right. really trying to focus my effort on. That is very true. Yeah. So, I don't know who I am that getting up at 530 in the morning to take a run with my dog feels refreshing to me. I don't recognize I'm myself. I'm so happy for you. But it's been good this week. And he's so happy when he gets out. Yeah. He's so cute. Um. So, that leads me into our topic for the day, which is this is 30. And I I don't know. Exercise makes us super happy I don't know what's happening in my life. Like, who (laughs) are we? So we added backstory, if you haven't been paying attention to our podcast, that we've known each other since high school. We've been best friends. I don't know, like, if, if there's so many things that I've thought lately that I'm like, man, if our high school selves could see us right now, we'd <laughs> oh be like, what gosh. are you doing? Who are you? Oh, my this gosh. Is, this was not in the plan. But, like, I'm so happy with it. So. I was organizing important documents the other day into a file folder and labeling and them. And I considered, oh, I need to order this, like, fireproof thing because what if our important documents? And, like, the idea the idea of finding the fireproof container brought me joy. Made you excited? Like, brought me actual joy. Yeah and i was like wow like it's happening <laughs> i ordered a fire escape ladder well you did order it I did we order i remember it. i think there was like maybe an episode where we talked about like if there's that was, no like, way to get off my second story like of our house and i was like well that's going no, i need one you do need one well shit okay can you just send me the link? Yes. It was, it was cheap, too. It's, like, perfect. I will say, but again, what is happening in life? Like, right. I was so proud of myself. I'm like, this is a solid purchase. Mm. I should own this item. Because I, I brought it up to my husband. I thought I was being, you know, just my crazy mm-hmm. self. I'm like, I'm worrying too much. And then we started thinking about it. And we're like, no. Right. There is no way. Because we we walked through all the ways. We're like, no. Somebody's breaking their legs to try yeah. to, like, get out and, like, catch humans while their legs are broken. Like, there's no right. So Wow. But I've also thought about getting fireproof boxes for some of my important. Yeah. So I have one of those like journals that um, I write in every day. It's like a mom journal. Mm-hmm. It's like memories every day. And it's actually really fun. Um, I didn't use to up with, keep up with it as well, but I like force myself to now. And it's really fun to look back at the daily memories or whatever. Nice. But I've thought about that. I'm like, I should get a fireproof box for these because I have five years of memories. Yeah. And these books that like. That's, that's. I didn't think about that either because I journal a lot. So. Wow. We need to talk about our fireproofing. All right. What is happening in our life? <laughs> I'm excited that you have fireproof boxes that you can. Right. So really the topic of the episode is like when you hit your 30s, the things you're excited about. Is that what, what where, just, is that the route we're going? It. Well, it's just, this is 30, right? Because okay, this is 30. what made me think of this topic is that when I turned 30, which I don't know when that was. I, I don't know how old I am. 30 is the point at which I don't know. I have to actually calculate I used to joke that I would stop at like 25 and just continue to say you I'm 25. Say and I only say it because I don't know. I don't actually now. know. I have to calculate in my brain and then I get confused every time and I'm like, "Wait, am I turning this age or ha- have I turned that age yet?" I ask you because you know. turn whatever age we're going to turn a few months before yeah, me. Yeah, but it's not fair for me to have to know that information. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> life's not fair suck it up Buttercup. I know <laughs> like how old are we because I turn it like three weeks before like, you wait, like and at your birthday party uh your kids put or you had a candle that like was not your age like it said like 36 or something on They're the like, candle sure and I was like, like are break. we 36 like I was not okay like no no we didn't have the proper because we turned 33 right yeah uh-huh right yeah yeah, because I had my kid at 30, and she's going to be three. That is a piece of information wow. that people don't have. I don't wow. know what age I was when I had my kid. But I only know because it was a round number, and I was like, oh, like, at least I wasn't, like, I don't know. I just felt like. That you didn't pass. pass well, I just felt like everyone I had known from high school had had kids before 30, and I was like, uh, oh, I'm a senior. And, and also, like, somebody had asked me if I was going to be a. Um, what do they call it? A geriatric, geriatric pregnancy. pregnancy. I was like, can you not use that word? Like, can you not? sorry. Like, I was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, my topic was more thinking of just... I went on a trip to see one of my best friends in Chicago when I turned 30. And it was a big, like, this is 30. Like, celebrate. Wow. And it was the first time I had ever been away from my daughter. Mm. And it took me, I think I was there for, like, four or five days. It took me, like, three full days to realize I didn't have to take care of another human. Wow. Like, when I woke up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I can just sit here? Cool. Um, But it was this big, like, celebration. And then I just realized, like, all the funny things that have come since then of just, like... Mm. A, things that I get excited about that I shouldn't get excited about. Things that hurt that shouldn't hurt or just like, <laughs> things you know, yeah, the fact that I can't remember my age. So I was like, we need to just have a conversation about this because I feel like probably most of the moms that listen to us are in their thirties. Agreed. Dealing with young children and just all the things that come with that because I just laugh at myself all the time because I'm like, what is happening in life? Yeah. What is, what is this? So. I'm here for it. I have one. This is like kind of silly, but when I was younger... I, like, would take forever to get ready, and I was so concerned with, like – Like, I was so self-conscious, which is really what the root of it was. And so getting ready would take me so long because I just felt, like, some sort of, like, pressure. I have perfected the art of being able to get ready, like, for a Zoom meeting or just life, like, with minimal effort. Like, I can do my makeup, like, enough to feel presentable in, like, four minutes, if that. Mm Mm-hmm. I can do – I, I have perfected doing hairstyles that require no heat, no anything, but, like, I braid my hair the night before and then I have, like, something yeah. that's styled the next day or whatever. Thank God that's kind of trendy right now. But anyways, um, like, I have perfected the art in the age, like, since turning 30. And part of that is my husband is very – he's very sweet and very just, like, you don't need makeup. You don't need all this stuff. So I feel more confident. Like, yeah. he has helped me – to continue to build that confidence yeah. as I've gotten older and into my 30s, but, like, I can hop on a Zoom meeting in, like, five minutes flat, like, looking yeah. polished and ready for a meeting yeah. that I have to be on camera for. Like, I used to have to know when I was leaving the house mm-hmm. and then backtrack, like, an hour and a half yeah, like, to reverse sure engineer that I had schedule. the time for all of these things, I'm just, like, why? Like, yeah. So how? do you humans that are out there drying your hair the same day you have to be somewhere, like, good for you. I, yeah. I I'm. I mean that, like, with sincerity, that sounded sarcastic. Like "Cheers to you," because like I just I don't have it in I me. I just since don't have it in me. Is the problem, and like the end result. If I spend an hour getting ready versus if I spend the four and a half yeah. minutes getting ready, the end result doesn't feel that different to me anymore. No, <laughs> so like right, like it's not. Like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Like maybe that's part of it. Is like I don't care anymore. Like I don't care. Like, I'm not getting ready for any other people now. I'm just getting ready for, like, me having to look at my face in the Zoom meeting. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. So that's part of that what I was thinking about, too, is the confidence that comes with being in your 30s. If you're Mm -hmm. trying to evolve and come into your own, I feel like there's a certain level of self-acceptance that comes in your 30s. Because you realize, and I don't know if it's the parenthood piece that kind of jolts you into it based on when we became parents. Hmm. But, like, yeah, it's like that just confidence of like okay I don't this is me like yeah who am I doing this for and pandemic the last year has taught us (laughs) as well right like how many times do you put on makeup when you're not going anywhere and then I kind of evaluated why am I am I doing the makeup for other people because I don't really care what they think right and so I'll do my makeup now because I want to right like for fun like something to feel like some sort of change because I feel like I want to get ready or whatever but yeah I used to also put so much time into it I'm just like yeah. I really did This and I never really, I was never one that had a very like, you never wear a ton of makeup. understanding of how makeup and all that works, but still, you try to you just, it's every like eyelash had to be in place, and now I just am yeah. like, well, and I, I used to be really bothered, like, if I didn't have time to do my hair, or like, now I'm just like, meh. Mascara is good enough, like, and and even some days still, like, I can feel polished on a meeting. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. With a little bit of mascara and, like, Mm -hmm. my hair's, like, back in a tight ponytail. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can, I I understand now that it's not about, like, the false eyelashes or the whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um. For sure.
1: But that ties into the
0: confidence. Yeah. In your 30s. It is growth. And I think it is tied to confidence. And what that confidence has done for me. Is I've really been much much better with boundaries. Great in my thirties. Like okay, of course I still struggle. You know, everyone still struggles in, in somewhere hard, or another. Man. They're hard, but I have like zero tolerance now for like mm-hmm. bullshit. Like mm-hmm. I um, I will just end a relationship if it is no longer serving one of us. Do you know what I mean? Like uh friendship, or whatever. Um, not because like I'm not um willing to put in the work but like I'm able to just identify like if this is serving me and like do I want to put in that amount of work or not and then draw that boundary um and I just feel more confident in building those boundaries like and I don't know if it's because I'm a mom and like now I'm I'm realizing I'm mirroring that for my human who like tiny human who I want to be able to do that Mm. or if it's just like this is 30 this (laughs) is 30 right because we're thirty co- something. <laughs> thirty something. We have no idea how old we actually <laughs> this is are. It's just thirty something. We, we have no calculated idea. Calculated it five minutes. Ago. We still go. We still. We still don't know. Is it 34? No. Is, <laughs> thirty four? No. we're thirty three. Thirty three. That's we meant. Right. I'm thirty. The only reason three. It sticks three. My mind is because it's the same number. Thirty mm. okay. three. Okay, Claire is turning three. Okay. So oh so each year Claire is we are that old. Like she's three, so we are thirty three. Oh, that's that's good. That's, that's good. good. Mom hack. Mom <laughs> hack. <laughs> you're welcome. So I'm gonna need you to never do that scary thing where you said you just cut people off because I need your daughter to know how old I am. So Yeah. Well, I mean I'm not gonna cut you off. Like we're you're you're stuck with me life. Like I've been around this long <laughs> We we're literally each other's like longest relationship outside of other like family members.
1: And right. even we've had
0: longer relationships than most of our family members that like well, I mean, like I've cut family members off before. You? <laughs> so yeah. Watch yourself. Yeah. Family. Ruthless. I know. <laughs> you know. You and I were joking with my husband before we even came up here and just like teasing him and I'm like, No, it's Caroline. She's been here she forever. She knows. Okay. She's been here forever. Don't try your don't try your nonsense. You're trying to make her feel bad for you. <laughs> she knows. But yes, confidence in our 30s it's different it's Mm -hmm. just i think it's i i do think it's part of parenthood and just the more in-depth life experiences right because you go through your adolescent years and you think that everyone is looking at you all the time yeah and depending on what you have been taught is important in life if you've been taught that appearance and what you look like and what other people think is the most important thing Mm -hmm. that's amplified so much more and it's like an unlearning that happens across all that time And then parenthood jolts you into realizing, oh, I'm teaching another human these things. So if I am sad about these things being part of my life, maybe I need to reevaluate that. And it just makes you realize, like, what is life if you're not just being happy in your own skin? Yeah. Well, it's something i learned in my 30s about that is that, like, I always perceived it that people were thinking about me and so I was worrying about that no one is thinking about me everyone is worried about themselves everyone is just as much of a train wreck everyone has their own baggage everyone has their own shitty day everyone has their own full inbox to worry about everyone has their own like kid who's throwing a tantrum everyone like everyone's got their own shit to deal with no one cares did you put on makeup that day like it's not uh, yeah yeah yeah. No, it's not even on their radar. And the people that you realize that you do care what their opinions are aren't going to care. Could care less. They could care less. And they're more concerned with your well-being yes. than your appearance. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Good call. Cheers to that. So, yes. So, confidence for sure. Um, let's see. What else has changed in my life since I've since I've been 30 so my whole body hurts all of the time <laughs> <laughs> everything hurts and I'm dying always like I've texted you multiple <laughs> times and I'm like especially in this past year of pandemic I'm like and yeah. the first like 20 minutes of when I wake up I'm like I don't know if I'm like if I have COVID and I'm dying or if this is just my life <laughs> I just have now. to wait for everything to click in a place like. <laughs> and then like 30 minutes later I'm like oh no we're good right we're like okay. I do that thing where I stand up and I'm like oh oh like Your I can't stand up hurt. straight like I yeah it's bad It, I, not even overnight sleep, I'll get up off the couch and Mm. I have to, like, I have to pop my, like, my lower back into the correct alignment. My daughter will be like, are you all right? It's just my back. Right. We're good. I know. I need to take a page out of my husband's book. He goes to the the chiropractor and, like, he's like, this is great. It's the best thing. And, like, why am I not doing that? Like, why don't I do that? I mean, obviously, there was a pandemic, which is why, like, he suffers from severe chronic pain. But, like, yeah, why don't we do those things? Like, Mm. yeah. I think this is just how my body is now. Yeah, but, like, maybe they can it's help. It's not from an injury or anything. It's just... But I think, like, all of the things we do... Like, I think I realized... So, I realized this when I had Claire, and it has not stopped, that taking care of a tiny human makes you hunch and crunch and do all these weird positions with your body to, like, get on their level, take mm-hmm. care of them. Breastfeeding was a whole, like, I was, like, totally hunching, like, um... Even now with Claire, like, if I'm playing with her, I'm, like, sitting in these weird positions to be able to, like, get on her level and do the yeah. things she's doing. And, like, you're doing that all day long. Like, and it's, it's crazy. up I down. Yeah. I, 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 make, I make noises when I sit down now. Right. <laughs> I literally went like this. Like, I just, like, kind of, like, went to go, like, shake out my shoulders just to, like, stretch when I stood up. And, like, five cracks happened. And I was, like, and I'm not usually, like, a crackly person. I was, like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, it's happening. It's happening <laughs> yeah. all the time. I'm, like, this is it. Yeah. It's over for me. So, we learned. Uh, we were doing, I talked about last episode, the Kiwi Crate that my daughter got. Right. That was and about anatomy. anatomy. Yeah. And we learned in that Kiwi Crate that throughout the day, your body shrinks. Mm-hmm. Because all the cartilage and stuff squishes together, and then when you go to sleep, your body stretches back out, so you're actually taller when you wake up than when you go to sleep. Wow. Because all through the day. I'm just going to need to sleep a lot longer, so I am gonna just start Right. Coaching. I just need to be super <laughs> tall. And I'm going to need, like, day. a week's long sleep. Okay. Here you like. go. So. You're welcome. You're well, welcome. Well, okay, so along the same lines with pain, if I get a hangover, it lasts for, like, a week. Like three yeah. days minimum. Like so, an, an example. I don't. I'm not a huge drinker. I, I joke about this every time. I'm not a huge drinker, but like it's a wine podcast, and we're drinking wine. Um, you and I will have like a drink or two a week. Um, and what <laughs> right before pandemic started, like the like right before the world like closed down when it uh-huh. was like everyone thought it was gonna be like a cute two weeks. Um, at, we went we were out so cute back then. I know we went out. It was like a I think it was like a Friday night. And we got a sitter, and we went out with our neighbors and did, like, a um, a panic room. Not a panic room. What is it? What am I? Uh, escape room. You're going to call it an escape room, but it might as well be a panic room. It's it really was. claustrophobic. That sounds terrible. No, it was, like, not Let that. Let me pay you to lock me in a room. But you're not really locked in. Like, I'm when you see them, they're, that. like, they're so, like, thrown together. You don't feel locked in. Trust me. Like, you don't feel like you are locked in. Are you in. in a small room where the door's locked? It wasn't small. It was just a regular room. It was bigger than this. Like that where we are recording my door's open right now I know I'm I also I'm a, claustroph- I'm a claustrophobic human did I say that right yeah okay I think the wine's hitting me <laughs> um claustrophobic human and I didn't panic and anyways we did the escape room and then we went out and had drinks after mm-hmm. and like had one too many drinks like enough to where like we like ubered home like or you know we didn't drive home I felt that shit for like seriously, like, four days into the pandemic quarantine, I was like, oh, my gosh. And, like, because, and I don't know, I think I was, like, socially drinking and feeling socially awkward and so, like, had more drinks than, like, normally I would because we were out Because sometimes we like to pretend that we're still young and can do that. Right. And then we're like, oh... And I used to be able to drink all night, stay out all night. Like, like we... we, Like, not to be, like, but you could, yeah. Yeah. Like, as youngins, we would... I would stay... We would stay out all night and then, like, go to work in the morning, whatever. We should go to work at like five yeah. thirty in the morning after being out after all night. not having any sleep, and then we would do it all again the same night, like yeah. we wouldn't without a nap because we would like go to the mall without and buy it up I need a nap. I need. <laughs> we nap. would like stay up all night, go to work, then go to the mall to find the outfit that we were going to wear for that night. Yeah, get something to eat, and then back at it again. I, I don't vividly know. remember one time I was shopping for an outfit for one of those nights, and I was showing you a skirt I was picking out, and this rando mom was like. Gave me like a judgy comment about it. I was like, "Oh, do you think this is okay? Is it too short?" She was like, "Yes, it is." I'm like, "Who are you?" She was probably thirty. Right, she, she was 30. probably thirty. <laughs> her she life flashed so her me. eyes, and she was like, "Listen here, you little hussies!" Like, <laughs> not that we were hussies, but like, still, <laughs> we were. That's the thing. Like, we were, we were not that bad. Right. Like, yeah, like we were not that bad. But on But I the, still like, remember Richter her judginess. So I was hookers. like, "Damn," but I get it now. <laughs> right, right. I get her judginess now, but. Right. Yeah, you can't. I am so careful when we drink our yeah. glasses of wine to this podcast. I'm like, I have my limit, and it is a hard limit. Because you'll try to pour me, like, an extra half glass if the bottle is, like, almost. I'm like, no. Nope, yeah. Right. Because I don't have it. a day and a half to commit to that extra half glass of yeah, wine. And we have tiny humans that will, like, relentlessly be, they like. I need you no matter what. And I feel like um, they are more needy when you are feeling like shit. Because they know. They yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um like I must have you now. Right. So I also have a like f- favorite supportive pair of slippers that I must always <laughs> have on my feet at all times or else my back hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. One time I like thought I had thrown out my back because I meal prepped on huh. a Sunday on the top of your stairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, why does everything hurt? Like I thought I thought I was gonna need to go. To the There's contractor. no room for that. Me. You can't have bare feet. Yeah, so I have my super supportive pair of slippers, and if I can't find them. it's, I'll, I'll literally go not even meal prep for an entire week. Yeah. I'll try to cook a thirty minute dinner, and I'm like, why is my back hurt so bad? Yeah, oh. so and I, I back, back when I could go to the office last year, and I'm thinking now, like as we're about to go to the office, like I like I would still wear heels, but like I have far surpassed the like time in my life where I'm wearing the heels that are. Um, torture devices do you feel like pandemic has escalated us past like acute like this 30 to like now I'm 65 (laughs) I did I so I I, like so okay so we recently were vaccinated and this past weekend I think I shared in my with last week that like I was just like venturing out into the universe for the first time and I went to Nordstrom Rack like right next to Hollywood and I like went in and I went to look at, the, and I literally, I was like, I have no shoes that are like cute to match an outfit now. Cause I just purged everything during pandemic mm-hmm. and I wasn't wearing any of my stilettos and I got rid of the ones that were like, you know, too high mm-hmm. that like I was wearing, but like shouldn't have been wearing cause they were just uncomfortable. And now, and like, I almost bought like three pairs of shoes cause I was like, I have, I cannot be like the frumpy person like that goes back after like, I just can't like, but I am. I'm totally there. Yeah. You're going to wear your slippers to the office. Yeah. Find a cute flat. Which, like, I feel like there's no cute flats now. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I like, know. Flats are not even in now. Like, you know what I mean? like you know the, like, you know the ones. The, like, ballet slipper flats. Not cute now. Because and none of them are staying on your feet properly. So, like, they're yeah. supposed to be the comfortable option, but then your feet end up hurting because Before they're not supportive. And it's just, you get blisters. And remember our original crazy check. You lost <laughs> toenails because of your flats. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a lot of toenails lost to shoes okay <laughs> oh, man they're damn. all growing back and healthy right now um they're ready to be painted <laughs> don't judge my feet i'm not <laughs> too that i was thinking about with 30 like yeah clothing it's like comfort over style i feel like is yeah The we record regularly wearing like pajamas just like yeah, I don't even know what's happening right now right like you're comfortable out, yeah same I was bragging to you before this started about the dresses that I just ordered I'm looking at one of them and it's a gorgeous specimen it has pockets I can wear a normal bra with it super functional <laughs> it's soft it's like a like a ten it's long enough scale. it's yeah but it's, it's cute. cute it's cute right yeah. It's cute. yeah I'm not that dated right no well you look like a Disney princess no matter what you wear like Aww. you are beautiful and like Thank you, you. Uh, yes so yes but, like, the, the, yeah, finding the combo of, like, I, I'm in style Right, but, like, now, the fundamentals of your comfort. search was around sensibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole, yes, that is what it is. The whole change is that it's the fundamentals of my search was, like, yes, I want it to be a stylish item, but it needs to be sensible. And I'm no longer adding items to my closet right that are not sensible items because then they just sit there. And I'm, like, I can't right. wear this while I'm chasing tiny humans around. Like you can't even wear like a or a butt's gonna pop out. Like I can't. No, you can't even wear like a like a sexy bathing suit to the pool because you're like, no, there's a toddler whose face is gonna be all up in this, and like I can't. I have to be able to run after you and pick you up. Like right, because you can't think, you can't be thinking about a wardrobe malfunction when your kid's about to fall in the pool. Right, like you have to make that call, and if you're wearing the bathing suit that may or may not like. Hang like tight where it's supposed bo- to be. The pool seeing your boob that day, Because right. your kid has to. Live. Right, because I'm always going to choose not to <laughs> let the tiny human drown. <laughs> Crazy me! But Another like... win of turning thirty. Like I prioritize my children. I'm no longer self-centered like I was in my twenties. <laughs> I know. I, I know. mean, that's great because I'm not like in prison, but also like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But breastfeeding too, like we talked about in our breastfeeding episode, like that's part of parenting too, right? If you are a breastfeeding mom, like it just, that gets, that gets right to your, like, listen, these things have been out. Right. They fed a human... They're I not. was, like, a changed I human in the hospital, not because I, like, birthed this human, not because I brought a life into the world, but the amount of people that walked into a room that I did not know that ripped open my hospital gown yeah. and commented on the things that they saw, whether that be my breast, my C-section incision, and then one nurse called my husband over and goes, hey, check this out, look at our incision, it's healing great. I was like, am I, like, a... Like, like a museum I exhibit. Ask me if it's okay. So I walked out of there. I rolled out of there on a wheelchair, <laughs> a changed person. I couldn't I walk because they walked... cut me out of there. I couldn't walk because they cut me open. My but, but yeah, that that was 30 for me. I was like, this is it. It's happening. I, I did walk out very very slowly after my C section with like a binder that was holding all of my parts together. They let you walk. They were like, you have to walk instead like, of this the wheelchair. Nurse is like, Patch of Honor, you're walking out of here. And I'm, like, shuffling. I'm like, I will do this. Well, they didn't even give me the option. They told me I had to. She had to get me a wheelchair eventually. Oh. I couldn't make it. I mean, it was I too got far. in the car. It was too far. I got, like, five feet out of the room. Yeah, I, I was, like, me. five levels up. I couldn't. There no. Was no. No. <laughs> no. She was, like, cheering me on. I'm, like, I appreciate your efforts. I need to sit down now. Yeah. Another, uh, this is 30 feet, speaking of, like, what the hospital experience was like. So, like, I just, you know, birth the human, not looking my finest. I made the best life choice ever, which I recommend to any mom who is expecting. I went in with my hair braided. Nice. And wet. Like, that's, I, like, now, okay, granted. I was going to say, I had a plan C-section. I had a plan C-section. So, like, I, know, But, like, you know, whatever. If you've got time, uh-huh. like, to throw your hair in some braids. I, like, went through the birth process, had my baby, whatever, 24 hours goes by, you know, they let you shower and whatever, I shower, but, like, I'm not ready to wash my hair, I'm in no shape to do anything, um, literally anything, and then, so, I ended up having to stay at the hospital five days, which is a really long stay, but, like, there was all kinds of stuff happening, so, like, day two, maybe, like um they are making me get up to walk around the little like wing uh-huh. because like I have to keep moving and then so I like changed my nightgown. Yeah. <laughs> this is thirty. And then like put on a new robe. Yeah. And then I took my hair out of the braid so it was like kind of wavy and like so I felt like kind of halfway decent for pictures like with Claire and my uh-huh. daughter. And the nurse, the one who opened up my gown, I was like, check out her incision. She was like, I waved at her because she had been on my, like, duty for 24 hours, but hadn't seen me since I changed. She goes, oh, my God, I didn't even recognize you. You look so much better. And I was like, wow, like, this is 30. Like, you're just like, cool. I'm just, like, making it. Like, (laughs) yeah. So get ready for that. I feel like we need to have a whole episode on our birth experiences because mm-hmm. I have a lot of things to say about, like... <laughs> Me the, too. That's a that's a good idea. The things that happen. Future episode to come. Okay. Wanted. Yeah. Write that down. Um. Along the lines of beauty, I appreciate skincare. Mmm. I have, like, a vitamin C serum. I have anti-aging wrinkle cream. Do you? Like yeah, cause I'm getting really freaking old. Congratulations! And I have lots of wrinkles. Like it's like yeah. that Irish like fair skin. I feel like maybe I wrinkle sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't probably. I put sunscreen on my face all the time. Me too, but, like, I didn't appreciate that when I was in my 20s. No. I was like, I'm invincible. I'm... Like, you know, there's, like, this rule with makeup when you're doing your makeup that you're not supposed to pull on your eyes to do your eyeliner or mascara mm-hmm. because you increase the wrinkles around your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always like, ah, screw that. Like, I mm-hmm. can do this. It's fine. No, no. I couldn't do it. I remember my mom and trying to teach me to like, that you're supposed to, when you put lotion on your face, push, push up. it up. Mm-hmm. And she would be like, look at grandma. My grandma had, like, beautiful skin. Yeah. I was like, it's true. She was like the example. I'm like, okay, but yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't really take it seriously. Me either. And my has flawless though, skin too. I super embrace aging. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I love. I used to work with older adults when I was a working yeah. human in society before I became a stay at home mom, and I don't know. I have a new appreciation for it. Like I'm. I, I don't know I don't that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna go like Botox. Process. I'm not like that intense. Like you do. You like I. I don't think I'm there. But I have a new appreciation for, like, a little extra hand from my skincare. You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes that's the thing. This is 30. I'm at the point now where my skin is noticeably different if I do the thing or if I don't do the thing. And that's depressing because I really don't want to do the thing. Yeah. You know? Like, I have, like, the roller and I have, like, the serums and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that shit's expensive. It is expensive. So I'm at the point where I'm embracing my aging process. So we'll just be, like, a comparison. Next to each other of... Because I feel like we kind of look like twinning a lot of times. So yeah, we have very similar. Like, we have fair we'll skin, light eyes. Before and care. after, see if the...
1: Just but the you, see here's yourself, the kicker, though. you just
0: age? Here's the kicker, though. You don't have the gray hairs popping out. I have what I like to call my sparkles. <laughs> this <laughs> is 30. Genetically, like, my family... My family, has them. My whole family. My dad was all white before he graduated college. All mm-hmm. the women in, on my dad's side of the family, which I think you get your hair from... Your paternal side, uh-huh. I think, if I'm remembering that correctly. But I have really thick hair, which is great, but it's everyone's all great. I'm not as gray as the rest of my family was, but I have what I like yeah. to refer to as my sparkles. And I love it's, your sparkles. Thanks. Except now it's gotten to the point where it's like it's much more noticeable in between dyeing my hair if I Yeah. Let it grow out. So 30. Welcome. I've never dyed my hair though, so that might be part of it. You never ever, ever colored it? Uh-uh. Wow. I, I contemplated it. coloring it pink during quarantine. That's but right. What stopped me is that I've never colored it before. Yeah, smart. So it might just be a gradual graying that happens. Yeah, no, Great. you know. That's the thing no I'm one tells natural. you. Is gray hairs are different in texture and they're wiry and they like stick out by themselves. So it's not just gradual. They're like, Hi, I'm here. Oh yeah. Welcome. It's super <laughs> fun. Guys, being 30 actually is kind of great, so I'm making it, like, I'm being sarcastic. But no, it I, is great. I, I think really that's why I'm, it. like, joking about it because <laughs> that's part of the confidence we talked about. Like, it's it's funny because when I look back, I know that my younger self mm-hmm. be like, what are you doing right now? But the best part of it is that I love what I'm doing right now. hmm And honestly, like, I embrace aging. Like, yeah. I don't even. I'm here for it. Like. Older adults are fantastic human beings. They have a lot of wisdom to bring to the world, and I am on my way to being a more wisdom-providing human being. <clears throat> I had this conversation with some of my friends the other day <clears throat> where they were like, tell me you're old without telling me you're old, and like they had all these jokes of, like, well, mm-hmm. like they got a hummingbird feeder and all this. And I, I was like, that's why we're moving to Fountain Hills, which is like the community we're moving to. Notoriously yeah. so much be older people. people. I was like, these are my people. Yeah. Wine by six, bed by nine. Like I am here for it. Like this, I'm embracing. There's it are embracing it now. Don't fight and it. And if we're the youngest people in an elderly community, we're not moving to like a retirement community, but
1: mm-hmm. this area
0: has a lot of older people, and we'll always be like, like the younger, we'll be the young be good Yeah. Think self-esteem boost. (laughs) But also really just old people are my people. They're my favorite. So what is your favorite household item? Mm. Like the thing that you wish you would have just put the money into sooner because this is the thing that you should have had. Freaking ice maker. (laughs) That's the thing is like an appliance can bring me true joy. We had the discussion, Ryan and I, the other day that we each have a favorite utensil.
1: Like that's, Ooh, like you guys are
0: next level, and like he, we can guess each other's favorite utensil. Like I knew his was going to be the wood spoon with the burn in it. Like he with the burn in it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What's it's your got favorite character. one? It's this other like spoon, like spatula thing. Mm-hmm. But like it's just the one I like to use the most. Yeah. Do you have a favorite utensil? You say that like it's weird. You just told me you and your husband. Both I'm asking of other people. I'm trying to. Def- like understand if other people are oh, yeah, so we have i i've, I've home edited my entire life right. right so i organize my kitchen drawers and there's a section in my kitchen drawer for my favorite spatulas like there's a spatula section and a spoon section oh but and like, like a you whatever you have a but i have my most section. used and my husband doesn't respect the process and he'll just put random crap there and i'm like yeah. no no yeah this is for our favorite items so that i see, can see i broke down spatula spoons tongs but i have my favorite ones on top Mm. yeah no one respects the process of my house. I had a section for, yeah. <laughs> for my favorite items. But we got a vacuum. Mm. But, like, we had bought other vacuums that were far inferior to the one that we currently own. And my husband and I both today, I was like, this is the greatest purchase that yeah. we've ever made. I don't know why we didn't put the money into it ahead of time. No, vacuum lines are something you get excited about in your 30s. But we're, like, super excited. Yeah, the vacuum <laughs> lines are great. It picks up all the hair that my dog sheds all over the house. And we're excited about it. Like, this is yeah. great. I might like, get discord so I can just bring it in and I needed to vacuum this one room and I can just vacuum it real quick and put it back. Cordless is a game changer. Game changer. These are the things that we're excited about. You yeah. came to my house today, I got a new kitchen table that I was very excited about. Yeah, and we table. you and I talked about all of the pros and cons of it. <laughs> like right. how great this life changing this table is. And I'm like, what is happening? Right. Yeah. I used to get that excited about an outfit that you would show me. It's I'm true, like, or like what our plans were, where we were going or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like going to a bar. Like no, see that sounds with other humans. Terrible. Like I don't. I am happy with where our life That's is. That's the right thing. Now. It's like I'm like sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to be able to like go out on a date night after a pandemic with my husband. I'm like I don't but actually want to like see like no, like people. You just want to be with him just in a different setting. Yeah, like love you guys. Don't want to hang out. Sorry, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to be with you in this setting that we are in. Um. I'm excited about vitamins. (laughs) I brought you supplements and vitamins to you and felt like that was like an act of service. Like, because I was so excited for you about the magnesium. And did you ever try that? Curious. Yes. So I did try it. No good. It didn't. Well. You don't know. (laughs) It's just, should we not chat about this during the podcast? I will talk to you about this later. Got it. Yeah, be careful with magnesium, guys. Well, no, it ta- wasn't that. Okay. Okay. It wasn't that. I drank it. I think I did it wrong. Mm. I got up like three times to pee that night. So I got much worse sleep, and I had the craziest dreams in the world. I had the dream that someone stole my dog. That's strange, because that normally I, love I don't so much. get crazy dreams. Yeah, you told me you get no dreams, and you I sleep think you get, all night. I you're getting in your head. But I got up three times to pee, and I dreamt that someone mm. stole my dog. <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> I haven't tried it again since then, but I will. Mm. I will. But yes, give it. A shot. You bring me all your all your supplements. I am and you're really like, excited very about excited that to then. share your your happy supplement ones because we need things to help us. Yeah, yeah. Like remember when we could just like literally do nothing to support our well being and like and just like fall asleep. We on the were floor? at like the peak of our like ability to do things. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. I used to literally pass out on the floor for like five hours and right. then wake up and just be like, five cool hours. hours. Yeah, that was like three hours tops. Like, and be like, I'm ready to go. Right, and then we would like go do like a whole like marathon of things, like mm-hmm. not just like now. Like I like no. Now if I have to drive anywhere and then come home, I'm like, eh, that was a long day. I'm tired. No, <laughs> well, I'm excited today. about your vitamins, though. Yes, you're very, you're very um, good at figuring out the supplements that help your well being. Yes, as a human, mm-hmm. I'm here for. So what I'm hearing in this episode <laughs> is that we're being more mindful. Yes. Of who we are as humans and respecting our bodies. And, yeah. We have favorite cups. Favorite, favorite, like, drinking vessels. (laughs) I got a new straw today, so I had a cup. I had a regular lid. And now it's converted. I'll call it a bottle. It's a water bottle, yeah. It's a water bottle. I had a regular lid that I had to take off and, like, tip the cup up to drink out of. So I got a straw lid, and I'm very happy. It's been a game changer today. I carry, like, a, a cup with a straw around with me everywhere, and uh-huh. I always worry about Jocelyn. I see her with the water bottle. I'm like, is she okay? Like, does she need a straw? And I always have almost asked you because I didn't know if you, like, wanted one or, like... I did. And, like, I get it. Like, to have your favorite beverage drink cup situation be the way that you want it is very important. It's just so much easier to drink out of straw. That's what I asked for for <laughs> Mother's Day because I drink... Again, I only drink iced coffee. I love really cold drinks, so I like tumblers. I don't like mm-hmm. just a glass. And I told Ryan, here's what I want for Mother's Day. And I sent him the link to the cup that I wanted. I got the simple, whatever it's called, the simple, simple something or other. I'll link it. But it's amazing. Yeah. And, um, like, I did the research to find the best, like, straw situation that doesn't spill. Because that's the part, too. I had cups that had straws. And then they spilled and they broke my phone. Yeah. Because I put it, like, I had it, like, in a bag of mine. And Mm. it spilled water all over my phone and broke my phone. And so ever since then, I got the regular cap. But the kicker I found a straw that doesn't leak. And you found a straw yeah, that doesn't leak. It's great. It's I ten out of ten recommend. But the kicker was that like this is thirty. The options were this like temperpedic pillow for alignment or great. the cup. And I was like and I sent both links to Ryan and he's like, Okay, that's what you want is the pillow? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, No, I want the cup and like whatever like Obviously, I could get both things. Get her the pillow still, Ryan. <laughs> well, she like, deserves the pillow. But my her options are it. like a senior citizen tempur alignment pillow or... Which, by the way, you can like sleep on your side and your back. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Incredible. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I don't have it yet, but I'm probably just going to get it for myself. I have a special like mattress pad because my back hurts yeah. me too much if I just sleep on a regular bed. So, yeah. All I wanted for Mother's Day was a cup or a pillow. Like life has changed. I used to changed. be like... A purse or like a trip or a thing or whatever. To make no. Me feel, no. no. I mean, things to actually make my human body feel better. Yeah. Huh? Yep. That's it. <laughs> this is 30. Yeah. We made it Did sound you? like this is 30, but really we're 70. And <laughs> we're like, Listen, the anyone golden girl, anything that is a mother in their 30s understands it's hard on your human body. 30 feels like 80. <laughs> Sometimes. Because you grew humans, you used your beautiful body to grow humans you birthed those humans. You possibly fed those humans. And now you have to and be And then on the you've floor. been emotionally present for at least... You have to be on the floor all the time. 12 now. hours a day. Like, it's just... Yeah. be on the floor. But also, we talked about at the beginning of this, that the confidence of just being like, we're joking totally. about this because I'm not actually like... None of this stuff actually makes me sad. Right. I'm at... Like, you're right. I am actually embracing it. I don't like, feel sad. I don't feel like no. I've missed out on anything because I became a parent, which I know like and for me that's big because we were not planning to be parents. Yeah. Like we were like, "No, we want to live and travel and blah blah blah." And we we had that like kind of naive like you know, we just didn't have any frame of reference yeah. to know that it would be as great as it is. And Claire came into our life as a surprise and like it's been the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't change that and like it's been incredible. Like, mm-hmm. and it's hard sometimes, but um, yeah, yeah. But that's why I was thinking about this episode all week. I'm like, there's funny things about it that I'm just like, but it's, I'm so appreciative of yeah, where we're at in life, and just when I think back to the fact that we, when well, we were high schoolers and all the things we used to do, I'm like, we have homes, we have families, we're happy. We have, I have a color coded can. <laughs> <laughs> that came out really weird. I have a color color coded calendar, and that makes my yeah. heart so happy. Right? Like That's what I mean, yeah. I have these things, and they're all that we need in life. Yeah. And this is where we're at, and I'm right. proud of it. I am proud of it too, because we don't really care what other people think of it. We don't, and it's that confidence that comes with it. But it's definitely way different than I like. I think that people celebrate their thirtieths as, like this huge milestone, but you just don't even know what's coming. Right. And also, I'm just super glad we're not 35 yet. Like, I thought we were 34. I thought we were coming up close. We have a little while. Yeah, right. And, like, there's nothing wrong with 35, but I'm just feeling like I have more time in my life because I thought we were I'm close. not prepared for that <laughs> milestone. That particular milestone. Okay. So, on that lovely boat. it's time for a crazy check. Crazy check. woo Okay, so our crazy check today comes from your friend. You have it pulled up yet? I can pull it. It up. comes from Bailey Wilson Photography. Who Bailey is, I've referenced her on um, previous episodes, and she has taken my family photos. And they were the family photos that, like, I took out of that mom obligation, um, like that thing I I felt like I needed to take family photos. She made it a magical experience in fifteen mm-hmm. minutes or less. She took these beautiful photos of my daughter that I will never forget, and they ca- she captured her perfectly, and she's a mama, and she just gets it, and she can, you know, she's wonderful. So we so will link her. Girl, we'll link her so you can find her. Yes. <clears throat> what is making her crazy? Let's see. So Baby says, uh, okay, why is it that my oldest has no interest in a toy whatsoever until her little sister picks it up, and then it's an all-out battle for said toy? Palm yes. to face emoji. Palm to face emoji. <laughs> so we feel you, Bailey. We feel you. Yeah, our kids do this with each other. We, they do. They do. So it's it's a sibling thing, and it's a any close friend situation. It's a kid thing. It's a. Um, I mean, so for example, Jocelyn watched my daughter um, for like forty five minutes, so I could take a meeting. And I came to come pick her up and I hear Jocelyn negotiating about a duck with my daughter because both her daughter and my daughter felt as if this said duck that neither of them would have had interest in or cared about. It's like a rubber duck that neither of them would be really particularly interested in. But because the the opposite wanted the duck, they both felt strongly it should be their duck. Mm Mm-hmm. To the point where my daughter was saying, I'm just attending, which is her word for pretending that yeah. it's her duck because she knew it wasn't hers. <laughs> yeah, because right when you showed up, she was trying to tell me that this is her duck. Mm-hmm. This is my duck. And it it's mine now. And I was like, well, it's it's still ours. But she's sharing it with you. And like I had the whole conversation. I'm attending. It's mine. I'm attending, Mom. You do you, ma'am. Yeah. You do you. But it's so true. It's like it's any toy because my daughter will not care about a toy. My kids will not care about a toy. And your daughter will come over to my house and pick up a toy that neither one of my children has touched. In months, yeah. In months. And then it's the favorite toy. And it's it perceived looks, value. It'll extend past when she leaves, mm-hmm. too. It's the new favorite toy after that mm-hmm. because somebody else expressed interest in it. So um, you are not crazy. Our kids might be crazy. Our kids are for sure crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had where... We've had battles. We we do a, um, a family dinner, like, swap-off each weekend. Mm-hmm. And each of our kids like have their special toy and they would like put it next to the table when they're eating and like they will just eye the toy like who's gonna finish eating first so we can go run for the toy like my daughter will run for rainbow sparkles your daughter's special toy because it's her special toy like it's it's just a perceived value thing I do think from when I used to work with kids like it's a cognitive thing that happens where they are finding out like, they're starting to understand value and how certain things make people feel a certain way. And mm-hmm. then they also want to feel that or experience okay. that or have that. And possession is, like, a, a thing they can control. Um, but, man, is it annoying. Like, it's frustrating because I learned, like, of my two kids is it'll be, like, the same thing that she's describing. The older one wants to take the younger one's toy and i think in that scenario it's a little bit of the jealousy as well mm-hmm. of the older one used to just be the only child and they didn't have to share anything right and so they knew what it was like to not have to share things right so it's like they they it's it's yeah it's that they have it they value it and it's the trying not to say well, they had it first, or it's not... Yeah. You didn't care about it until they had it. Wait, right. don't diminish s- their feelings. You can't diminish their yeah. feelings in that, because then that's a whole other can of worms. Whole other situation. Right. And, and, like, also, too, like, teaching kids to share in theory... is one thing but then to put it into practice is a whole nother thing like my daughter she's an only child so at home we talk about sharing we practice sharing with her I mentioned oh hey mommy sharing this thing with you and she'll be like hey mommy I'm sharing this thing with you but again it's not like a true experience but like when she sees the joy on like your daughter's face she's like I want that thing too because it's this cool thing and it's like a triggered experience and it's it's hard to not say like like I see that, like you want this thing, but she had it first or whatever. Because it doesn't really matter. It's like if, if I were to take your cell phone and be like, right. well, but it's my turn. You, you know, like it's important to share. Like no, that's my freaking cell phone. You can't have my cell phone. Like that's yeah. my thing. Like it's mine. Yeah. So it's a weird. Um, it's like. It's hard to navigate because you're, like, teaching them boundaries and you're teaching them that their feelings are important while also teaching them to be kind about how they handle that. Yes. And that is really exhausting. It's exhausting. And that's why it makes us as moms feel crazy because it's just exhausting to navigate all that. Because you can objectively see that this toy had no value until somebody else picked it up. And now you want it. And now we're fighting over it. But two things that I happen in my house, almost all of the toys that we have are just like communal toys. Mm-hmm. Even if they're a toy that somebody got for Christmas or whatever, there are certain toys that are their quote unquote special toys that like, yep. those are theirs, whatever. But it's just too hard to be like, well, that's, that's hers and that's yours. And that's this. And that's because it's, they, they both play with each other's stuff all the time. So we yeah. do focus on, okay, well, we're just sharing and you know, you were playing with that first. Yep. So you're having a turn with it or whatever. Um... But it's just too hard to have like, this is yours and this is it. But the the second thing is the, I'm not going to say, oh, you have to, I have to take this item from you and you have to share it because they came up and decided that they wanted it as well. I I try to stick to when whichever child, or Mm -hmm. if your kid is there too, any of us that are when, when they are done with it, then it can be your turn. Yeah. It doesn't have to be okay. Well, your timer's up, it's your turn now, right? Because I think that that makes the problem worse. Yeah, it makes them feel like, Oh, well, I want this toy, and if I complain about it, then one of the moms present, if it's just gonna one like family or both, to families, it, yeah. is gonna say, Well, you have to give it to them after two minutes because then it's their turn, right? Or D- whatever, Daniel Tiger. Which like is to a show her. that teaches me how to parent. Honestly, they have great songs. There's a song where it's like, you can take a turn and then I'll get it back, which is ridiculous. It's burned in my brain, but it has taught my daughter the yeah. ability to be like, Hey, I you can have this turn. I know I will get it back. And like yeah. because it's like catchy, she gets it. The other thing that I do is like she my daughter has this one special toy. It's like the only one that she values. And so if like we're gonna see your kids or whatever, I say, Hey, would you like to leave that in your crib or do you like to yeah, leave that here? to to keep it so that it's just for you and just special and she's like yes and she like gets it and agrees and she's like I would like to do that I'm like okay then the rest of the items that yeah. we play with we're gonna focus on learning how to share and yeah. how to take turns with those things she's like okay and then yeah. that's been helping too so yeah it's the, okay, it's it's some the Tiger. preemptive like front loading all of it which is good for play dates you can kind of think ahead and do that kind of thing which and is debrief really after and debrief after yeah. When they're your humans that are in your house no matter what, which is what she's saying, I think it's just for me what I I mean it makes me crazy. But I try to just we share all the toys and then not make it a big thing if somebody wants something well, they're yeah. just playing with that. Not make it a big not add to the battle. Yeah. But it's hard. And it's hard, I can imagine, to be the one who has to decide between your kids, like, who gets what, because then it's, like, this perceived, like, favorite thing or something. Well, I think parents fall, and I've seen a lot of friends fall into that trap as well, so I try to, a lot of my friends had their second before I had my second. So I learned that what they kind of came around to and that I tried to take from was to be neutral and not take sides and not... Oh well, that's their toy. So now you have to give it to them because they want it because they can have a toy that's technically right. their toy, but that they had no interest. That in. they don't have any interest in, and just because they're playing with it, they want to take it. So it's like the whole boundary. The whole saying. you can take a turn mm-hmm. and then I'll get it back. It's their turn whenever they decide that their turn is up. They can give because I'll give you my phone if you need my phone, but like I'm gonna finish what I'm doing with it first, right? And you can't just pick it up and start using it. Either. You know, yeah. Like, there's like, certain there's... things like certain social norms that you mm-hmm. learn, and that's like one of the fun it's parts such of parenting a weird thing, is that you're they, responsible for that. You are and it's hard to it's hard if you take it just at their level of what they're doing and then try to do that. It's like you have to do it backwards. You have to think about okay, if I was trying to share with an adult human, right. how would I how would I do that and then how do I back reverse engineer that, reverse it, yeah. it until it's at tiny human size. But you're doing a great job, Bailey. You are you're not crazy. Job. We are not crazy. Deal with it's it. It's all crazy. <laughs> Life is crazy. So cheers to you. Cheers to you. Thanks for listening today. Um, that We are The Whining Moms. Um, join us on Wednesdays. If you have a crazy check, please submit it to us on our Instagram page, The Winding Moms Podcast. Find us on thewhiningmomspodcast.com. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday.